0: Afternoon folks, here we are in the uh, Sugar Ray Nosti record room Thank you, thank you Um, We've got a couple of special guests, well one special guest Because we've got Widow here as well down the end
1: Afternoon gentlemen He's always a special guest isn't he? I love that, I love I'm a special guest every week
2: (laughs) And Ray, who else have we got mate? We've got the one and only Wayne Junior Pierce.
3: Oh, it's great to be in great company. It's also good to be here with you guys.
2: Can I
1: say something first? The Tigers won at Leichhardt. Oh, yes. It was huge. I watched it. You know I'm a Bunny supporter. And at one stage they went, the crowd's going wild on the Wayne Pierce Hill. <laughs> and I've got to say, Junior, they, a worm, mate. they were
3: going off their heads. I never, ever thought I'd get a hill named after me where they ply people with alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Refusing sort of Oh, You know, that sort of stuff. Of- but, uh, you know, I was, I was very deeply honoured when that, that um, was bestowed upon me.
1: And they were going off, mate. What did the Tigers win that night? 60 to something? Uh, 60, Cowboys. 60, 60. Yeah. 60 to 16, I think. Mate, it was... That was an amazing game of rugby league, I mean. But look, the, the thing for me was it was at Leichhardt and it was chock-a-block and all of the Tigers fans were there.
3: Well, Leichhardt's always chock-a-block for the matter <sighs> but, who they're playing. And, um, but
1: but that, Junior, that, haven't you got to go back to those grounds and play X amount of games there? You've got to. Yeah,
3: well, the atmosphere, you can't beat the atmosphere. No, you know? and no. And uh, like at Oval, it's, it does intimidate. Teams, uh, unfortunately, the Tigers earlier this year didn't didn't really show um, what they're capable of. I, mean, I went out to the first game against the Titans, and um, they were they had every chance to win that game, and and they really blew it. The Titans had player off at the end of the game, uh, one man down, they had injured players, and they still won. But but the crowd they keep turning up, and in the, the last six or seven weeks, the Tigers have really been yeah you know, been going well yeah
1: consistently well. Lost by a point last yeah. weekend, just, played yeah. good there. But it's going back to those home grounds. Everybody should go back to those home grounds for a couple of games, shouldn't
3: they? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, you, you, as a player... Come
1: on, you're you a commissioner. Know, you know, you're a, you're yeah, a commissioner, yeah. Junior. You know, it's, it, Put a it, bit of pressure it, on them, Junior.
3: You know which, you can't, you can't beat that atmosphere no. as a player. Yeah. And, and it brings out the best in players when you've got great atmosphere. There's suburban grounds. A Sunday afternoon at yeah. Oval uh, on a sunny day is just yeah. amazing. On the Wayne Pearce Hill. Oh <laughs> yes, you get the sun in your eyes out there, but you Put the cap, put the cap on.
2: So what happened to Campbelltown? It doesn't have that same kind of spark.
3: Oh no, Campbelltown. When you get a full house out there, that's a great atmosphere out there as well. How many does that hold? Do you know? It's, about it's a bit more than like, I'm guessing around fifteen thousand. And 15. but when you think about it, like um, for for so long, the English grounds, um, the English footy grounds have always been relatively small. But the soccer grounds over there aren't aren't massive stadiums by and large, but they fill them up and they get a great atmosphere. It's all about that, isn't it? It's about the the intimacy. The the, the players are a lot closer. Uh, The fans are a lot closer to the players.
1: Uh, And and after the games in England, I've been to a few soccer games. It's the blueing after the game when those fans meet those fans at that pub and the big blue erupts.
3: I remember years ago when we were over in one of the kangaroo tours over there and and, um, Leeds, we are staying in Leeds and, and... um, the fan, I can't remember which, which club the soccer game was on that day and Leeds were playing someone in the soccer. It was their arch enemy. And from the railway station to the ground in the middle of the road were mounted police, keeping a lot of spectators on one side of the <laughs> road and a lot of spectators on the other side of the road. So at least we haven't got to that, to that degree <laughs> or extent out here in Australia. Fantastic, fantastic, Junior.
0: Talking about rugby league, there's a topic, a really important topic I'd like to bring up, and that's Women's Beach Rugby League. Women's Beach Rugby Very League. Very important, Junior. Um, as the NRL Commissioner, are you aware of this sport, and uh, what can you do to promote this and make it something huge?
1: Can I ask a question first before you answer that? Sure. They're playing on the beach? Yeah, and- And uh, what are they playing in?
0: Uh, well, I've got a photo of some of the girls from the Russian uh, beach rugby team. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I'll forward to you later for your own private stash. So um, they're
1: playing in, in cozies and bikinis. Yeah, yeah. And they do kids. they need a president. <laughs> Like, I can step no, down don't. from Ram with Petersham Cricket Club. I've actually got uh,
2: <laughs> dual presidents, of heaps of senior
3: vice presidents, junior vice presidents. Heavy line it up, oh. wouldn't they? Well,
1: Do can you, know you know take
3: that, that word out of it, junior vice presidents? That, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that basically gets me involved. I'm divorcing myself from this conversation. <laughs> well, Ray
0: and I have talked that, you know, if the NRL need uh, international promoters of yes. rugby league, because uh, my second team now is a team from the Czech Republic <laughs> called the Mad Squirrels. The Mad Squirrels. That's that's their name, the Mad Squirrels. Um, And we talked about maybe an NRL side teaming up with a country like the Czech Republic, bringing a few of their players out and even if they're beach volley... A
3: beach you need stretcher. to get Troy Grant, the International Rugby League chair, on this show. He'll and, be able uh, to fill you in on that. You're
0: a
1: commissioner. Come on.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not up to speed.
3: I'm not up to speed. the squirrels.
2: <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to meet him. I'd like to meet him. Because yes. um, after speaking to the president of the Canadian Rugby League, yeah. Josh Tala-Tala-Ala-Ala, Allah, Allah, um, it was very interesting how they're trying to get things really going there in Canada so um yeah
3: absolutely we're trying to get it going right around the world yep. Yep. yeah yeah in incredible. fact in, in fact on a serious note beach beach footy is really there's a space that we're we're going into right around the uh, the globe because it it's an opportunity for rugby league in Australia for example um in summer to, to to really step up and capture um, an audience um, via the surf clubs because a lot of the surfies, surf clubs, you know, they're yeah. sort of got Are a
1: you talking about male or female? I'm
3: talking about both. Both, okay. Yeah. What's the name of that side you love? The Mad Squirrels. I'm
1: a Mad, Mad Squirrels Republic. fan without even seeing them. I right.
3: said the Mad Squirrels are a female side, are they? No, no. But part, pardon my ignorance. Th- that's a different...
0: Uh, that's. Th- I've just taken them on because they've got a great name and they're uh, they have junior footy sides and men's and women's. But the Mad Squirrels in the Czech Republic—it's huge. Rugby league is becoming huge in the Czech Republic. Yeah, so. Seriously,
3: awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. that's great. I know. I know it was. Um, You're jian up. You're, did, no, no, no Dawesy. Are you up or what? No. That rugby league's taken off in the Czech
1: Republic I, I, yeah. with, with after, the Mad Squirrels. After, Come on, it's a G up.
0: After yeah. I get home from a gig with the Oz Icons, with <laughs>
2: I giggle the mad squirrels. <laughs>
0: Don't tell me you watch it on Fox Sports. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the caps. love the Oz Icon caps that you've just released on, too, on by On Facebook,
0: the way. I'll harass these blokes at night. about. I've watched Serbia versus Greece in Athens. There was about five people there. but <laughs> If there I get a text in the reaction. middle of the
1: night that the squirrels
2: have just scored a four-pointer, <laughs> four that'll really blow well, me away. Well, we've uh, got one. It's just that you're not on I'm uh, not Facebook on that media. group. Yeah, that's right.
0: And I remember at the last gig with Johnny Waller, I'm showing him all about the Albanian Rugby League on there. Facebook page and they've been sponsored by Porsche and all this kind of stuff. It's like
3: I'm yeah.
1: fascinated. January are so. you across all this or
3: Well, I was on the IRL board uh up until um Peter Valandis took over. Um and what and did he? Pissed you off, did he? <laughs> <laughs> he's got no, a good I, he's I, pretty I good of, at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He um it was it was I'd done my term and and Peter stepped up over there and um yeah, but I, I know rugby league in all seriousness is actually growing Quite well uh, around the world. We're not, we're not, we're just not promoting it as well as what the rugby union do. That's where Ray and I can. That's where street talk comes
2: in, right? We're looking for uh, a gig. We're looking for a job that we can really push this thing. Because we did a um a corporate gig on the weekend for the renowned junior rugby league club, and they and they asked me, "Geez, you'd be great doing something like that." And I don't really know them that well. Except for um, a couple, but yeah, didn't Reg
3: Gasnier play for Renown? Yes, and he did. A few so. others,
2: Jason Nightingale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. It was a great night, actually.
3: I think that's where we did a sports lunch there yeah, last, last year. year yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did another one there. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! That's, that's yeah, where you brushed me this time, did you? Yeah. No, <laughs>
2: we had to get we had to we had to mix it up a bit because I think uh, which was there last time. Yeah, night, yeah you know? I did that one last time. That's yeah, what I remember. The they guy, talked guy about. Who
0: runs the club
2: wanted a different. Yes, yes, oh, so yeah, we we got the ass, yeah, yeah, uh, Junior, we
1: and Widow got the ass. Who, who was there?
0: Hey, hey, who was the guy? Go- Zero. That'd Ciro. be
1: right. A he hey, fair, Inker. <laughs> <laughs> he, he
2: likes taking our cash. He's guy. taking our oh. cash, Junior.
3: Zero <laughs> had to push me push me out of the way. <laughs> Does he love a
1: dollar, Zero?
3: Okay. Does he? Um, it's not as bad as Jimmy Jack. Oh, I've heard oh, some. I, I've heard some Jimmy oh, Jack, Jack stories. Is, now is. I've heard
1: Blocker. Tell some wonderful Jimmy Jack stories about him being tight with a quid. Is that true?
3: Oh, it is absolutely true, yeah. Like, I mean, um, truer than true, Gary. Yeah, he, he, In fact, he charged me to tell the story about him. <laughs> oh!
2: <laughs> Where is that? that sound? <laughs>
1: <laughs> i got a serious question, Jim. You're talking about World Rugby League. Do you think World Rugby League... Uh, like cricket's trying to expand, we bought in Ireland, Zimbabwe before that. Holland is pushing for Test status because they want to take it around the world. There's a T Twenty tournament starting in America this year, quite lucrative, uh, supported and sponsored by the Indians. But it's in America. Is rugby league looking at that? Do they think? Do you think it has to go around the world?
3: Uh, without a doubt. I mean, it, it's it's a great spectator sport. It's it's just um, it's just not really. Um, be marketed on, on the scale. It needs to be marketed overseas. Well, we're, we're taking a step in that direction. The Vegas? Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. How do you yeah. think that's going to go? Yeah, so we're doing all the logistics on that at the moment. Uh, Andrew Abdo and Peter Volandis have, uh, did a, um, a reconnaissance trip, not just recently, to, over there to sort of, to meet the key players. And it's looking looking very, very likely, more likely than not. In fact, um, we, we should know in the next... Two or three weeks, fantastic. Whether it's going to be a a, a definite go or not, and then that will be two teams playing from the first competition. Sorry, two matches, which is four teams from the first competition round here, be played over there. They would have a bye when the rounds are played back here, and um, so it would not be. It wouldn't be a, a. would be a, a, an actual match, yep. competition match. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: And so, what about televised in the States and stuff yep. like that? Wow. Yep.
3: Absolutely. Um, Fox is, 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 going to get right behind it over there. Fox Sports. Um, Lachlan Murdoch is a, a, huge fan of rugby league and um, particularly the Broncos. Yep. Um, and he's, he's keen to support via his network over there. So I, I think that would be great. But when you look at, at, at rugby league and the expansion of rugby league, it's, it, it's really now, in terms of the Southern Hemisphere, the Pacifica, you know, we, really, we really own that territory now, and it's getting bigger and stronger. Um, so the next step is, is really in that direction is, is really the Americas. Yep. So uh, happens.
0: Talking yep. on the other side of things too, it's disappointing that the French have dropped the World Cup for uh, the next one. So what's happening there in terms of where that's going to be held
3: or there's still no idea? Or... No, no. So there's, they're, they're still exploring options. As far as I'm aware, as I said, I'm not on the IRL board at the moment. But, um, I mean, that, that was disappointing. Um, but we'll just wait and see what, what other options present. I'm sure there'll be other options. Um have to wait and see.
0: Because how is the game in France? Or, you know, Mitchell's over there, isn't he? So it's, it's getting stronger, it seems to. From what I've followed, it seems to be getting stronger.
3: Yeah, it's, it's sort of slowly tracking back towards the status that it had because it was actually a very strong sport back in the 50s.
0: Yeah, and they came here in the 60s, I believe, and they beat the Australian side. Yeah.
1: I remember my dad talking about a a fullback they had called Pui or Pui a Bear or something like that and said he used to see him kick goals from the try line, the corner post, Mm. because we are all toe pokers then, but he kicked round the corner, which most Europeans did because of soccer background, and could kick it from where the corner post is. (laughs)
3: yeah over there yeah, that's quite, he's quite famous for the, for the goal kicking episode, but I went over there last year and, and um, went over to to watch Mitchell a couple of games of Mitchell's and went to the first game Catalans he playing for Catalans in the south of France based in Perpignan, and they play in the English Super League and travel over there and travel back. and they had a home game and I' was sitting next to the um, the owner of the club and all the players were on the field, and then they played an anthem which wasn't the French national anthem, but everybody's standing up at attention and I'm thinking, they're playing. Anyhow, I stood up and, and afterwards I, I sat down and then when I sat down, I asked the, down the club, what's that? He said, oh, that is the Catalonia national anthem. Oh, right. Because, <laughs> because they're looking to break away. Oh, Catalans have been trying to form a separate country, a separate nation wow. for a long period of time. And, and so they play the Catalonia national anthem, not the French Brilliant, national anthem. France. Only in Perpignan, yeah, Perpignan. In, in Catalonia, <laughs> you gotta love that, over <laughs> What what is what's
1: the problem with the rugby league if there is one in France? Is it sponsorship money? Is it participation? Is it?
3: It's it's sort of over in France. The the rugby union's got uh, a strong foothold yeah, through yeah. The, the the government. It's entrenched in in the history of um, the government supporting that code and, and the rugby league rugby hasn't league. got that. No, nah, rugby league is is. Quite strong in in that southern part of France. Yeah. To be honest, that's the best part of France ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell anybody. But on the Mediterranean, how can you
1: beat that? That's sort of like uh, England with the rugby league, basically in Lancashire, isn't it? Yorkshire, Lancashire. Yeah, that's the stronghold up in the north, isn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So, It's
1: always been regarded, but more rugby's more of the private school, wealthy sort of more people. The rugby league's always been regarded as the working man's game, hadn't it? And that's why it, it happened in the north of England. And, and
3: the reason, well, that's that exactly, that's why it's yeah, where it yeah. originated. Yeah. Um, we were allowed to get paid because the players weren't getting yeah, paid that's back, right. back in 1908. Yeah. And um, the union player, union, rugby league broke away and hence the origins. That was up until I think it was the 90s, rugby union players weren't allowed to get paid. That's right.
1: And then overnight, oh, it was almost an overnight. No
3: amateur, amateur, or oh, better not
1: be amateur anymore. <laughs> Professional, <laughs> overnight, boom. So all the guys that retired last year are spewing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they, got, they got a few dollars in their boot after the game for a drink. That's about it.
0: And before we started the podcast, guys, I heard you talking about, uh, was it the HIA issues? I think you were talking about cricket and how what the NRL is doing. Yeah, yeah that, with... That Australia, uh, cricket Australia can learn from, or... Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm not sure whether we have a, a full-blown policy yet, but I would suspect that... You know, we, we were talking about Will Pukowski. Now, he's I I can't say he's up and coming. He's played for Australia, and he's got a fine record, only a young bloke, but he's been hit a lot. And he's on the verge, I think, now of, of saying, well, if he gets hit once or twice again badly he could be really suffering for the rest of his life. And, man, he's only early 20s. Um, and then we started talking about a case that I got in, and I won't mention any names, got asked to join over, uh, was going to be a legal case suing for damage to the knees, which mine, well, I've just had mine both replaced. But I don't think I'd ever be able to go and sue, well, the Australian cricket board when I played because I wanted to play. I mean, even if my knees were bad and they said, oh, your knees are bad, we're not going to pick you, I'd go, bullshit, I want to play, man, I'm out there, I'm good, I'm good, give me the ball. So that idea for me is a bit foreign in Mm. my melon, but they were going to run a case for this particular bowler who I knew and it was sort of like they made him go out and play when they should have said, you know, you need more treatment. Mm
3: -hmm. There's um yeah I'm I'm chairing a, a a subcommittee of the commission which is um player safety and and a concussion committee and basically we're we're looking at drafting a whole set of protocols from juniors right through to um, seniors as as to how we can um, tr- um tr- prevent proactive um, treatment uh, as well as return to play assessment return to play and so on and so forth and. There's, there's, uh, because there's been very little being done in the history of the game around the science. Sorry, if we should sort of step back. If you look at, uh, um, the concussion issue, um, it's, it's that more than 50% of the players in the NRL are actually getting knocked, knocked, knocked out making a tackle, not with high, t- high, high hits. So, so that's just getting
1: your head in the wrong position that's or, exactly or whatever right. bad yeah, technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and
3: when, if you look, we look at that and, look at the, the challenges around players, it's, it's actually the, f- the fact that when when they get to the NRL level, it's it's too late to re-educate them because it takes hundreds, if not thousands of hours to, of practice.
1: Are you saying to get that technique right if they've got bad at technique? juniors. Yeah, yeah. That's in their game now. Yeah. They're 20. They're playing in the NRL. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already programmed. Yeah, that's bad exactly technique. right. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's very hard to unprogram somebody mm, or mm. reprogram somebody. Um, and so... What, what are the best practice options that young kids can, can take on board um, and then um, you know, strategically look at uh, those kids coming through with much, much better technique and um, going to be in better, better positions to make a tackle. And the other side of the equation is, you know, continuing to enforce players that are, and penalising players that are, that are illegally, Making tackles.
0: I wonder so. if the Mad Squirrels have a HIA policy. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't, I'll send them an email or something. I'll get on their Facebook page and
3: we'll sort it out. So, I'm sure you will, mate. I'm sure you'll play it, take a great interest in that. Uh, what about
1: the first – will,
3: will there be a legal case? Um,
1: well – Because I know the AFL, uh, you know, yeah. there's a big, big legal – Case brewing down there, isn't it? There? There's,
3: there's a couple of started, uh, that have started proceedings and, and um, basically terminated them because they didn't have the substance to go forward. So, the, the big issue around concussion that um, you know, a lot, not a lot of people are aware of is that there's very little known around how to actually measure the brain pre and post concussion with, effectively with, with technology. And so there's, there's some... So what, how much concussion you have? Is it or, light? Is it heavy? Or what, what the brain frequencies look like and how do you, how do you know when it's okay yeah, right. to return to play? Because at the moment, there's, there's a bit of guesswork going on yeah. based on best available information is that you, know, stand, you have a stand-down period for, for a mandated period, but um, there's technologies that we're, we'll, we'll be trialling in the near future. Um, that are that are out there that are currently already being trialled in, in some sports that will maybe give us much more accurate diagnosis which will be um, a lot safer for, for for players and you know the ideal the, the gold standard will be something that a young kid can get um, get get scanned as a young kid their brainwave and, and um, brain pattern can be can be identified they've got a passport and if they get a knock sometime during their career you can refer back to Yeah, yeah to, to what the what the baseline is. I yep. mean that's w- where uh, you know. And I, I imagine think we everybody want to get everybody's to baseline's different, isn't it? Exactly. It's gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's the real challenge around the the whole issue is that there's um there's not a lot known around concussion around the actual CTE and all that sort of stuff.
1: It's pretty sad, Junior, because a lot of the fellas that I grew up who became my heroes were that, that Rabbitoh side between um, 67, 68, 69, lost against Balmain, yeah. uh, and 70, 71, I was like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 then, really impressionable, Sats was my hero, uh, you know, Bobby McCarthy, Gary Stevens, Ronnie Coote, uh, John O'Neill, Owen Walters, Jimmy Morgan, all those fellas, They've all, they're all gone. Mm. You know, I saw Bobby McCarthy at a Maruba Lions Junior Rugby League Club thing that I went to on Friday. He's pretty good, Macker, still for his age. And he's how big is he still? His chest, yeah, he is. his chest it's is ginormous. Yeah. Yeah. But Georgie Piggins has gone. Sats was very bad with it before he passed away. You know, Mario Fenix younger than me. Mm. Apparently, Mario is just not really good now. It's really sad to, to yeah, see is. these I'm,
3: heroes. It is and. That's, that's, the research is, is really still plugging away, trying to identify there's so many risk factors. It's not just a, a knock. It's the type of knock. It's um, other things such as alcohol consumption, um, stress levels, genetics. There's a whole lot of factors that play into um, the, the, the condition.
1: Amazing. This is why someone can get a heavy knock, I suppose, and they're, they're straight up and they're good. Mm. and then someone can get the same knock and, mate, you're concussed and you're out for six weeks because of the way you're made up differently to other people and how you can absorb that's that That's that exactly knock. right. Did yeah. you ever, how many times did you actually uh, – like, pr- did probably, you wake up at one stage on the deck and go, fuck, what happened then?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember um, once I got, I, I got knocked down and sort of woke up on the field but it was only briefly and then another time i remember playing a match i got a heavy knock and i played the match and it felt like i was floating through the match and i've, I've spoken to other players about this this sort of condition and they say yeah I, i've experienced that what, what a floating, it's, it's like, it's a floating like, like, sensation yeah so it's like it's like you're looking at yourself playing and it's quite weird but in your sort of um it's not real i mean it's it, it's hard to describe, but and I've spoken to, to uh, a neuro, neurologist about it, and they said, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a form of the concussion. Yeah.
1: I sat next to Ian Roberts, who, as we would all agree, one of the toughest yeah. of all time, and I sat next to him to the Matchville Tigers luncheon last year, Junior Rugby League Club, who I played for when I was a kid, and I said to him, they were talking about it at the table, and I said, is there any games that you actually can't remember? He went, yeah, yeah. a fair few. And I went – he said, I can remember running on and that and then got absolutely smashed and mm. can't remember the rest of the game. I thought, far out, man. Like, And he was – as tough as they
3: came in it, yeah. He was, he, and he's still very fit, too. He's, really fit, yeah. So, he looks really fit. It doesn't surprise me, though, because he used to launch himself like a missile and Head tackles. first, yeah.
0: But Spud- Carol was saying a while ago, um, that even when you used to shoulder charge someone when it was back in the day or tackle someone really hard, you, your whole body would shake and your brain would still shake. In the yeah, you call it body shake or something. What about Spud and, a- Spud and
1: Chief oh. Harrigan? They're some of the psh-
3: yeah, in the footage so, of those guys attacking mate, us. just running at each other
1: <laughs> flat out, big bodies. There's one yeah. of those ones you see, and, and Spud hits Chief One. They sort of spin off in the air. Yeah. And then Spud gets up. I asked Spud about that shot, and he said, had no idea where I was, got up, looked around, and then saw him on the ground and just stood over him. Oh, you're fucking I'm just <laughs> giving a golf ball. And he said, I was just, I didn't know where I was.
3: Nah. It's crazy. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, but and this still happens. That, when I say it still happens, there's still players launching themselves now, but, um, but it, you don't see as much of it because the game's so fast now. You can't get sort of as set to do that sort of stuff as often.
1: Could you put a percentage, do you reckon, on how much quicker it, it is now to when you played? Is it 20% quicker, 30 40 50
3: um, Are they fitter? Yeah, there's, there's no doubt that they're fitter because they're full time, um, yeah, yeah. and it's a, and there's a different sort of fitness though because it's explosive. It's much more explosive now, um, and they've got the interchange, uh, so on and so forth. So we, we were much more aerobic athletes back back uh, in the day, and that's why the, the players weren't as big because. If, you, if you've got to play 80 minutes, you can't be carrying the weight around. No, that's right. Yeah. That the players are playing now. So it's um, – no, I, I I'd take my hat off to them. I love the game. It's, you know, probably 20%, tw- probably 25% faster now than, what it, than the good games were back then because you, 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 you watch some of the past games and they were super quick. Yeah, yeah. But the average tempo, I would say, probably would be probably 25% quicker wow. than back in the, back in the 80s. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh. But um,
2: Junior, I was going to ask you about the the magic sponge. You had something to do with uh, <laughs> the sponge, not using the sponge anymore. Would you like oh, to tell us? A the good younger
3: story? younger oh, members of the audience probably got no idea what you're talking about with the bucket and sponge, right? But in the old days, that was when when, when you played wits. Um, they used to have a bucket with a sponge in it and, and water. And there was none of the bottles that with all the players' names on them that they carry in a little rack, but like they do now. So you don't get disinfected, uh, you don't get, um, you know, sort of infected with any germs. But ne- back in those days, there was a sponge. You come on, you suck the sponge, rinse your mouth out, spat it out. And if you were injured, Magic sponge would come on That's why it's called The magic sponge Because because, you know If you got dazed you rub it Wipe wipe it on your mouth And all of a sudden The concussion would go away Um, Or if you had an injury A wound They'd wipe it And um, anyhow I was responsible For the magic sponge Basically being given the bullet Because in someone died of hepatitis no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: someone got what about what about on a muddy day the ma-
2: the magic sponge was just a, a bucket full of mud oh, it was. and
1: you're just saying
2: oh, <laughs> yeah. spat it out yeah. even the young kids at junior league would want the magic sponge oh uh, yeah the, ma- the magic sponge no, was back magic then, oh, back then they did, it, yeah, the it was, was magic.
3: magic because the players on you the field you had a fucking
1: you had a fucking broken arm It hurled yeah. your arm you could just right, keep playing
3: yeah, you could just Well, Well, their arm and then back out and make the next tackle. But but anyhow, when I was playing in a game. Oh, I was playing for New South Wales under-18s uh, against Queensland under-18s. Mal Meninga was playing for Queensland. I was playing for New South Wales. It was at the SCG. It was yeah, before yeah, a test match. You
1: weren't opposite him, were you?
3: No, he was in the centre. Yeah, so I was yeah, playing good, good, Yeah, good, good, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Because
1: um, I've done a few speaking gigs with Mal. He's a monster.
3: Fuck. <laughs> 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 I just thought, imagine that running at you. Flat out. Like, he's the, a big man. Yeah. yeah it was, look, the key was to get up on him quick before he got some <laughs> momentum. And also... You don't say anything that make him angry. You yeah, that's want to get him right. angry, right? Anyhow. <laughs> that sounds like Viv Richards. <laughs> Viv walked on the field and
1: said, don't say anything to Viv. Don't, don't get him motivated. Yeah.
3: Anyhow, so I played the game and uh, just before half time, I took the ball up and, and um, got an elbow above my eye, bat, quite, a, quite a heavy elbow and blood started pouring out. Anyhow, went, to, um, went down and the trainer came on with the magic sponge and wiped me down and blood kept coming out. So he put some strapping around my head. That's cool. Played the rest of the game. Anyhow, about uh, six weeks later, I couldn't get out of bed, had no energy. Um, it was just, yeah, you know, just lethargic. It was like, it just came on to me overnight. And so I went and had a blood test and I contracted uh, hepatitis B. Um, from the magic. Spells. Well, at, the, at that time I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. But... Um, I had which which was called serum hepatitis back then they called hepatitis B and now you can get a, you get a, a vaccination for to so you don't get it um, but back, there was no vaccination back then so I, I actually was cooked for pretty much six months wow um, lost thirty percent body weight was like a, went, went down to a scrawny rake and then uh, couldn't train for, for half the season and uh, it was pretty bad and it, it it can in some people lead to um, the, my specialist told me it could lead to cirrhosis, the liver, and stuff like oh. that. So luckily, I didn't actually get that bad. So, anyway, I am happy I you, up coming back. You to weren't me. a drinker, junior.
1: No. That would have really been in your favour in that case, wouldn't it?
3: Yeah, at the no. hundred percent. Yeah, looking what, after your liver. Yeah, but we had a very good doctor, Doctor Ron Muratori, who was um, a sports medicine guy. He was he was the the doctor um, at, at the junior level at the, at the club, and he went through asking me these had the risk factors for, for getting the, the, the virus and um and he said and there was it was a no 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 and then
1: he, then he went the magic bucket.
3: Then then he, the idea, magic no, sponge. Then, he, then he identified the sponge. He said, Yeah um and I said, Yeah, yeah, come on, they sponged it down. He said, When was it? I said, Oh, it was just before half time. He said, Oh so a lot of the players would would have used it, blah, blah, blah. And um anyhow so he put a submission to the league that, that took a couple of years, but a couple of years later, the, the, the bucket and sponge was gone. Wow. And that was it. Oh, the sponge. The sp- There's the sponge.
1: Well, you know I'm going to blame Taking you now. Here. I'm going to blame you now, Junior, for the next thing that came along, and this was very – we didn't have the sponge in cricket, but we certainly had this thing, the magic spray. Where you got hit in the fingers or somewhere oh. and your finger was like bent back like that and they brought this spray out. <laughs>
3: A pain spray. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, it froze the finger. All of a sudden, it was right,
1: <laughs> only for five minutes. <laughs> By the end of that over, it was bent down. But that magic spray, just for that moment, get the magic spray on it. Got you like through that. the next over. That's it. Got you through
2: an over. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Junior, what's the spray that some of the uh, wingers and fullbacks, when they drop a ball, and the trainers run out and they go, you know, oh, they that's spray the gel. On it. It's
3: like sticky stuff.
2: Well, so they can catch it next so they time. Can,
3: they can say, yeah, so the ball supposedly sticks to their fingers. So they didn't have enough of
2: that spray on when they dropped it. That's right. That's yeah, it. that's yes. right. They're
1: blaming the spray. What's the stuff? Some of them I see go out They have this <laughs> a big sniff of something in a bucket sometime. I'm not
2: aware of that. That's phlegm. Yeah. Phlegm? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oyster. <laughs> oyster. Ostrovios. It, it must have been a Kilpatrick or something. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was someone, sometimes they
1: got a little like that, which might be, you know, Coke. Eucalyptus or coke? No. Yeah. Well, in the old days,
3: they sh- used to have smelling salts, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that was um uh, that used to wake you up. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, they were on. Yeah. I had them a couple of times. No wonder they give them to the boxes.
3: Yeah, but they were that bad. I remember one time I got, horrible yeah, things. No, they were that bad. I remember one time I i um i got i had a head knock and they brought the magic yeah, they salt. Get, they brought yeah. it on and I pretended to take a sniff. <laughs> Oh. I went. Oh, I my head back, I'm back. Getting right back on. You <laughs> 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 what was that, sugar?
2: I don't know. Just a bit of fairy floss. It's Like fairy <laughs> sprinkles, <laughs> dust on the yeah. fairy floss. Can I ask you now? What about the oranges? I remember coaching the kids. They used to love having their oranges at halftime. Yeah. Did, the, did first
3: grade used to have oranges? Yeah. Yeah. We used to have the Um, nah. lemon. Shh. No, no. I'm just trying to think now because that's that's going back a long while. That's going back. Is, uh, but you That's gone back 43
2: s- years. But then it was found out that. The oranges weren't really good for because they dehydrate you. Is that, would that be right? No, you they get they get some,
3: some They give they give you um, some. The idea was it was to give you a bit of energy, but okay. the reality was now that they 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 have the um the electrolyte drinks and and that's a much much better option. Yeah,
1: none of that shit in our yeah. day, Junior, was and, it?
3: Nah, like getting a, lucky to get a glass of kid. fucking
1: water. In another water.
2: one for the kids was we used to have these shorts and they used to have the little pads. Oh, and oh, and oh you I that. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, they don't get grazed. Yeah. Going back,
3: yeah.
1: It? I love oh, them. them. I love See, those first pads and the stuff.
2: The
3: they have ah. them in no, no, the we, No, no, we used to wear a, just we used to wear the shorts. Really short, just instead. All right. Hey. What, what was your junior um, footy club, Ray? Who did you play for? The Hawks, the um, Northwide Hawks. I can tell you that. You know, I, I, I case didn't, case didn't
2: play the for the Hawks. Them. Them. No, but um, ah, what I about played.
0: when we we're growing up?
1: Did you play? Maris, Maris, Brothers.
2: That was in the Catholic Club. like, Champagne. We went, yeah, into that. champagne yeah, that's it. or something. It is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah now played for the school,
3: play that. But um, Dawes, I want you on my trivia site when we whenever we're, we're, when gonna we're gonna going to have a trivia yeah, game. This
2: guy a champion. Oh, he knows everything. I won, oh,
0: I won the Lakes Hotel trivia at Rosebery last night. Lakes Hotel trivia with my other half Sue and my daughter Eliza. But two weeks ago, <laughs> I rocked up by myself. And beat the team that always wins and have eight people and I won. Oh. They had eight. They had
1: oh, eight. well you're just pointing at them. No. Fucking I was get very that gracious. into I you is. gracious, no, no, in fact. I would have been given Yeah, I would have been given him the finger. Get
2: that up so, yes. I said the win. And you playing. What kind of people are you playing? He goes, Oh sounds Show supporters. Show supporters. <laughs> that's not funny. No, that's not that funny, Dawes. It's, it's not, not very funny, Dawes. I am a Bulldog no. supporter. Fucking that's not very funny, my,
0: my junior club was the... Dawes, Rees- that's <laughs> not very funny. My junior club was the Reesby Heights Ex-Servicemen's Club and uh, the club president ran away with 25000
2: <laughs> As they do. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to play in the yeah. same kit for three seasons. That's my rugby league story. Junior, your junior club? It, junior. My junior
3: club was uh, Balmain Police Boys. Oh. Yeah, Birch Grove Oval was the home ground. That was the first ever game of rugby league played down there. I love it. I and, love um, Birchgrove. Yeah. Yeah, no, I started playing Balmain Police Boys under 10s. Yeah, and I started playing as a 5'8". Wow. Yeah, and what happened was I was, sorry, uh, I, 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 was, I played 5'8 f- under 10s, under 11s, and then what happened was we got a gun 5'8 from another club, and the coach said to me, he said, Darcy, Darcy, the coach, said, we're going to have to move you, because this guy's the gun, so we're going to have to move you to lock, what do you reckon? So they moved me to lock, and that's, that was just, that stuck there. Unreal. Never, never knew that. So yeah. Did you
1: knew. like playing in the halves? Uh,
3: would have been good, because you
1: got your hand on the ball a fair bit. When
3: yeah, you were your, I mean, I, to be honest, which I really can't remember that far back, <laughs> I can I can bullshit too, but <laughs> I mean, the, It's the knocks. <laughs> but can you can you remember playing cricket at under tens? And and, uh, and he can remember everything.
2: No, no, yeah? no. no. And that's can you I, remember
3: having an
2: academy for your cricket? Yeah, at Beecham Road, Matraville. Yeah, where I remember it,
1: where the Heffron Centre is now, which is souths. Home now.
3: Wow. Yeah, that's right.
1: South of there, I was... Great facility. I went and had a look about two weeks ago, went to the captain's run, I couldn't believe it.
3: Yeah, it's a great facility.
1: Because that's a very historical place for me. Um, It used to be, when Ray and I were growing up in Matraville. it was a a hostel for the 10-pound Poms. Prior to that, after the Second World War, it was an army stores, and they had these huge half-round buildings on there. They had a lot. Yeah. They had a lot there. Um, And the Mike Whitney... School of cricket was there for 10 years. Oh, wow. So I was telling Ray this story the other day. Is this
3: after you finished playing? No, while I was playing. While I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep.
1: Uh, From about 85 till about 92 or 3, something like that. What's that, eight years? Anyway, I got the cricket school going and playing first grade, I was playing for Australia and New South Wales, but first grade around week and there was this kid in our first grade side who was a really wonderful batsman, really good player, and he's doing a degree, and he needed to do some coaching hours to do his degree, so he said, could I come and work at your cricket school? Like, I'll do it for nothing, and I went, oh, no, mate, you don't do that, and I'll pay you, and my mum was helping me with the cricket school. So I got back into the Australian team, and I said mate, can you run the cricket school for me while I'm away with the Australian cricket? And he went, no dramas. And we got another coach in there. And then he ended up playing a lot of first grade, really, really good, did his degree, got into sport. Ended up running the Bulldogs Ended up running the NRL And now he's the General Manager Of the Australian Cricket Association oh, no,
3: Todd. Todd Greenberg Yeah right
1: Todd Greenberg oh,
3: so, he, so you got him to run that Your cricket, cricket school Cricket's oh, wow. his first love Yeah I knew Really yeah, I knew So that. anybody says Do you know Todd
1: Greenberg I go Taught him everything he knows <laughs> oh, At goodness. the Mike Whitney School of Cricket And when when I see him I tell everybody Mike Whitney School of Cricket Taught him every fucking thing he knows he
2: came to the Oatley Hotel Wasn't he huge was there He was Yeah yep, yep. In the league Malik-
1: Lisa? Yep. yep, him and humanly, yep. Yeah, so I'm still that. very good friends with Todd, and in fact, when he finished at the NRL, the Australian Cricket Association rang me up straight away. That's like our union, our players yeah. thing. And they said, you know, Todd Greenberg, don't you? I went really well. <laughs> Taught him everything he knows at the Mike. Is he going to be running the cricket? Oh, though three years, Actually, he's, he's going to
3: be running the cricket.
1: What the Australian Cricket Board? Yeah. Well, this is the ACA, the Australian Cricket no, no, Association. No, no, yeah. But is yeah, I, I, will he I, move across to the, yeah? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Will he move across to the enemy?
3: Is that what the, you're saying? No, they're not the enemy. They're they they're, they're the complementary sport to us. They're the oh, summer sport. Oh, yes. nice words. Yes. I, I no, love no, no, no. You didn't I get I what again.
1: I mean. You you don't understand what I mean. We've got the Australian or cricket Australia here, and all the players' negotiations are done by the Australian Cricketers Association. That's our yeah, union. Yeah, yeah. Todd runs the union.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that, yeah.
1: So are we saying is he going to move over yes, to the enemy and run Australian oh, cricket?
3: okay. They're
1: the ones we fight with all the time for more money and more yeah, players. Yeah, I know. That's we, yeah,
3: similar in the rugby league.
1: So at the moment, he's
3: the opposition. <laughs> yeah.
1: Could he run – yes, he could run the Australian cricket board. He could run Cricket Australia easily yeah. as the general manager.
3: Yeah, I've, 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 given that he's passionate about um, the cricket.
1: Cricket's his the, first love, and yeah. he was a fine first-grade player. Middle order, was he? I hope yeah, top order mm-hmm. batsman. Top order yeah, batsman, 3, right. three four, five in there anywhere and was a, a really elegant stroke maker, Todd. Yeah. Really elegant and loves his cricket, loves his rugby awesome. league as well.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tina Turner. Oh, it's,
1: uh, junior, it's
2: a big topic, and
1: yeah. you know, now, junior, I want to ask: when you got the budgie smugglers on, did you get a bit of blood in it when Tina walked in?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'm getting a bit of blood in it. Did <laughs> so you get a little bit of blood in it, mate? Um, what do you mean there,
1: witch? <laughs> Yeah, what, what, what are you saying? Did you have to give you just put him in the? Am Lots. I dressing to the right or the left? What about the Spanish I was Bengal? dressing. I was dressing to the left.
3: Now I'm dressing to the right. <laughs> Tina's just walked in.
0: Did you Need a cold spoon. Yeah, whack
3: that. That's it. That was, whack it on them. Um, it was. A, it was actually. It was really interesting period in the, in the in the in terms of rugby league and the marketing. It was. A, people think that simply the best was the campaign that that um Tina was involved with the whole time no it wasn't because before T- uh, simply the best the uh, the actual first campaign was a campaign what you see is what yeah, you get yeah what
1: you see is what yeah. you get yeah that which was a was, great one too yeah yeah
3: so that was the first campaign and then and that that came about because Brian Walsh who was actually managing myself and Andrew we were the first two players to have a player manager in the, in the game um rugby league and, and Walsh he, Negotiated some endorsements for us. He was had the had the um, contract also do, doing marketing for the rugby league, and he put a proposal to John Quayle um, that because he, Roger Davies he, he knew Roger Davies who was Tina Turner's manager, and um, put a proposal to to John Quayle to, to get Tina involved in, the, in in the game, and um, it was a fantastic initiative, and that started with the, what you see is what you get, and then. Um, it, it morphed into when she brought out simply the best, then simply the best campaign, which won worldwide acclaim as a sports marketing campaign. But she was, she was a really humble and down to earth person, considering her stature on a global scale. Absolutely, uh, as a rock star. And, um, I actually went and saw the premiere of the, the musical Yep. just recently, yep. and I had no idea of the, the, the hardship that she endured as a, as oh, a child, being yes. brought up by her grandparents and, and the domestic violence. I knew that, but I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't think Ike,
1: Ike wasn't the nicest husband, was he, Ike Turner? Uh, but he
3: was yeah. very clever.
1: Yeah, he a clever he's clever muso, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And, uh, anyhow, I... I I I didn't know that at the time, but I just she just came across as um, really humble, down to earth, and and we did two scenes actually. I, I was involved in two scenes, I should say. There was there was a scene which was the beach shop with the with the speedos and stuff like that. That was yeah. down at Wanda Beach. We filmed that, yeah. and then we did another one in a in, the, in a nightclub in the city, um, and it was like a, a sort of a, a, a TV commercial, and um, that was that was pretty cool. That was simply the best one, and uh, I remember I had to dance with her on the dance floor when. And uh, I remember saying to me... Look at him smiling, just no, thinking I remember, about it. Look. I There's a big smile me, come across your melon there. <laughs> so they're playing, the, they're playing the Simply the Best song, and, and, and we did a number of takes. And, and um, she said, come on, boy, loosen up, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and I've taken that on board because now, as you know, when I'm... Uh, Are you we, loosen we, up? We loosen up, yeah.
2: And you're still in your sp- uh, budgie spot. Oh,
3: hardly. Right? hardly. Well, you <laughs> know, hang
1: on, let's put, let's put all this in context. You did an ad... You danced and ran along the beach with fucking <laughs> Tina Turner, who at that time was huge but wow. only got bigger and bigger and bigger as the years went on. She became one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. She was- Can you believe... <laughs>
3: Yeah, like you no, I, I can't really believe it. Now, looking back on it now, I, I, when she when she passed away, I I had a seminar, I was running a seminar for a company that day, so I had my phone switched off and on to voicemail. And at the end of the day, there was at least there would have been thirty messages from wow. different people, and and twenty of them had sent. Sent the photo, attached the photo of the running on the beach <laughs> the in the smugglers. By the way, they were pinch pink pride speedos back in that, that, <laughs> I mean, oh oh the they were pink speedos. Ahead of your yeah. time. Bro. Yeah, it was actually.
2: And then um and did they come from wardrobe or did you have them?
3: No, I I think I had them actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have pink <laughs> shit in those days and it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyhow, um yeah, that's but it was it was a great time. Really good time and, and um yeah, so a whole lot of the mem- memorabilia sort of was floating around. It was, um, and yeah, it changed, you
1: know, It did. Yeah. It it did exactly what the rugby league wanted it to do. It, was it changed. Oh, yeah, it and, was amazing. Yep. Does anybody know, Junior, what sort of dollars she got paid for doing those campaigns?
3: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but it probably wasn't enough because it, was, as you say, it was phenomenal oh. marketing. And, oh, she um, bought a house in yeah. California. Yeah, the, the irony was that the, Brian Walsh, the, the person who who put the idea to John Quayle, who knew Roger Davies, who basically drove that campaign yeah. he actually passed away about six weeks before before Tina oh. and he was still young he was only I'll say young he was only sixty eight yep and he, he died suddenly as well, so it was quite ironic that both of them passed away in uh, in that a relatively short period of time
0: at that time, junior, were you aware of what she'd done previously in her music career? Did you know much about her?
3: Well, I, I pretty much knew "Not City Limits," like everybody did. My age knew that, and because that, that was like that was a, an anthem around the, around the world. I, 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 di- I didn't appreciate the extent to which she impacted people around the globe at the time, um, but in subsequent years, I certainly did, and um, well before she passed
2: away. A bit of trivia. Do you know that the dance to "Not Wish City Limits" was created here in Australia? Yes. No, I didn't know that. Tell us about that, sugar. I really don't know about it. How weird is that? Because we'd be at the Seals Club or
1: something like that. Come on. Every chick would run onto the dance floor, sure. get in a couple of lines and do this nutbook yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, I and know. I thought, ah, I here that there. American yeah. shit,
2: you know? <laughs> no. It originated here. <laughs> Who the fuck makes that up? Australians <laughs> like the shuffle, everybody shuffling. <laughs> yes. 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 We've just got all the we got all the moves, mate. You know, you, you have yeah. that's where yeah. You, yeah. Got no, no, you got the moves. You got the moves from Tina. Oh, Jeez, what what, what a great thing to dresses. have on your
1: CV. Oh, what about the dresses? What about when she did if you could turn back time on the, wasn't it wasn't at the USS Arizona or
2: something with all the sailors. Oh yes, no, that was sure. Wasn't that it? was sure. Oh, wasn't sure, it? sure, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Same thing. Was it sure? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that, you. Co- we're singing for our commercial.
1: She's, I might have got it too many times <laughs> in there playing cricket, Junior. <laughs>
0: Commercial break.
2: Commercial break. <laughs> and we're going to try him out too, you know. Let's try them.
1: Oh, mate. Now, listen. Have you ever had – look, you can get Imperial Mandarins. I love them. But you can't get Sweeties.
2: <laughs> well, that's it. This, this is a uh, – yeah.
1: And you can just peel them so quickly. Gonna, yeah. Just while I'm taking a couple of breaths here, <laughs> it's right. peeled. And go on, Junior.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're going to – what do you really – Hey, what does it taste oh, like?
1: Oh, man. Come on. Hmm?
2: What's that like? Mm. They're very
1: sunshine nice. in my mouth. Mm. Like sunshine in my mouth. It's like sure on that boat.
2: <laughs> I love Imperials.
0: Talking of music, sorry to get away from the commercial. I know it was, it was good, a good commercial.
1: Sweeties, Imperial Mandarins. One more time. Sweeties, Imperial, (laughs) Mandarins. Or are they mandarines?
0: You're talking of music and, uh, you know, both you blokes were all in the Oz Icons together, but how, back in the Big Hitters days, how did you, how did Ray and Eugene, how did it all happen? How did that start?
2: The Big Hitters or Tina Turner, us doing a Tina Turner song? And sure on that boat. Yeah, both of them together.
0: No, but the early days of... Uh, well, the early years. days
2: was Junior found out that I used to play in bands and I hadn't been playing for a while. I, I took a break.
3: So, so before that, we go back before that, Sugar, yeah, because go, um, what happened was when... I never, never played a musical instrument. My, mom, my, actual, my dad was a drummer in a band. He died when I was 14. He was a drummer in a band. My mum played bag, played the bagpipes. She was uh, Scottish Heritage. And um, my grandmother... She died at age 98 up until the age of 95. She was playing the piano. She always played piano. So I had a bit of music in my family, but I went down the sports path and never really sort of picked up an instrument. Then Did my, your
1: brothers play any
3: instruments? No, 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 they didn't, no. So what happened was um, they played footy as well. We all signed up. And the reason we signed up in, when I started playing was because Tigers won the, nine, the comp in 1969, and the three of us, us kids, we signed up the next season to thanks, play. Thanks, Junior. Yeah, so they beat South. All right, thanks, yeah. Junior. <laughs>
1: I mentioned it earlier, but he just this. wants to stick the knife in exactly. again. Exactly. I cried all the way home from the Paddington Hill to Matraville. Yeah,
3: Treville. not as much as I cried after the 89 grand final, I can tell you oh. yeah. Oh. So. I won't mention and that. And after the 88? Yes, and 88 as well. I won't mention 89. Good no, no. go, dogs. So anyhow. <laughs> Terry Lamb. <Lane>, us <laughs> get, get not into it. In Come
0: on, do Isn't it. Isn't that the game I'm where Terry Banks Lamb Lam flattened airs. flattened what's his name from England? Yeah, Ellery Hanley. Ellery Hanley. taken out. Big time! What a player! But yeah. what about Zero talking about that on at the show? He wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, yeah. but yeah.
3: So, we, we, so what happened was um, my daughter actually, Tatum, my oldest daughter, she she was about ten years of age, and and she took up keyboard, so I had to go to the music store to buy a keyboard for her, and went along with my wife there to the music store with my daughter, and I'm looking at the guitars while she's looking at the keyboard and. And um, the guy who was serving me s- sort of said, are you interested in me Wayne Pierce? aren't you? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said... Um, Discount. <laughs> he said, what are you doing? I said, oh, just looking at the guitars. You- you're thinking of playing one? I thought oh, maybe. He said, well, if you play one... If- sorry, if you if you decide to play, you've got to buy a decent one. And um, because then you then then if you fork good out salesman, a, Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you fork out some money for a decent, but that's money, so true, isn't it? To yeah, get a really that's what good said. one. Yeah. yeah, so so anyhow, um, I ended up. He talked me into buying a decent one, and that's the one Sugar Ray and Austin's now got. I love that, maiden and. <laughs> Dawsey was playing it it's today. Did you buy a
1: maiden first up? A maiden.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. I mean, that's what he talked me into it. into, into uh, getting a decent one. So, anyhow, so I, then he said, he said, but I'll I'll give you some lessons. So he sort of came around and he gave me lessons for a, a few months and picked it up that way. And then, and then, so then, I, then at the same time, um, the Mitchell boys? Mitchell's playing for North Ride Hawks. So I'm. Learning um, the guitar and having a bit of, bit of fun learning a bit of guitar, and then so Ray can take up the.
2: Well, the, the great story is um, the boys had gone away on a trip and we'd gone up to the Central Coast.
0: Because your, your young fella Todd was playing. Yeah. Yeah, Todd
2: was playing with Mitchell and a few other, had a really great side that year. Curtin Bill was in that Cap- side too, wasn't he? Curtin Lawson's son, Mark Lawson. Mark Lawson, yeah, first Jake. Grade, yeah, Jake Lawson. Great, great side, great side. Um, yeah, and. Junior said, I heard you play play playing bands. I go, oh, yeah, I don't play anymore. And he goes, oh, listen, bring your guitar when we go away to the caravan and we'll have a jam. Well, this bloke turns up with a folder, like, yay thick. It was just that thick and he'd handwritten every song with the chords above it. And,
3: mate. It was that bloke. You were unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyhow, yeah, that was me practicing songs at it, home. It, right? it was
2: it was unbelievable, and and then he's made me a copy,
3: and it went from there, didn't it? And everyone came no, in. No, the so, so, so what happened yeah. was then the the, the team that the, the Hawks suffering team from Head Knox, the Hawks team was was amazing side that year, and they went through, I think, undefeated, yes. won, the won the competition. And because the Hawks had, I think, five teams in the grand final, Ray Ray came up with a great idea rather than just do some. Some um night where yeah you give out a few a few trophies and because we we'll win a few co- a few of the comps why don't we uh, get a, get a band together for the night is that correct my memory that is spot on mate but that yeah was your so idea, was that man. right right bowling no, club you, I think wasn't
2: yeah you and Sue came up with that idea mate Sue organised it my wife Susan and a Junior came up with the idea and uh, he said. Ray, you know a few blokes in the club. Let's get a band. Let's get a band. And it
3: was called the Squawks. Yeah, the Sks. Yeah. The Squawks, that's right. We had the, we had the Squawks and then we performed that night, and then somebody heard about it. And um, so the next thing we did, we, we actually we did it we did one on the footy show. But we changed our name to The Big Hitters. Yep.
0: Okay. Hitters.
3: And then we did did the show we did uh, We got a manager, the great Oh, Dale, wasn't
2: it? Dale Walker, Tex Mc... Texas. Texas. Dale, Texas Dale Tex- Walker. Walker.
3: Dale, Texas uh, go Walker. On. Yep. Yeah, and then so we went on the footy show, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, was it US Forces we did on the footy show? The first one. Or Yesterday's Hero. One of them. No,
2: I think it was Yesterday's Hero because uh, Paul Landmack was on the show then. That's and right, he, yeah. And you had him walking behind. But I, I can remember the... The, the producer of the show going, Junior, Junior, relax, relax, because you're getting out of you're getting so excited, jumping and doing cartwheels in the air <laughs> that
3: you couldn't <laughs> get into the pit. They wouldn't
2: get you into the thing, but go
3: on. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we did the gig on that, and then what happened was we we, uh, we ended up getting some people want want for some strange reason they wanted to book us to do do a couple of pubs Cor- here and there. And and corporates and, too, a lot of and corporates. Yeah. yeah, so we we started doing some, and that's that was the the launch of the career, and and um, I. Um, I ended up having some some singing lessons, which was which was uh, way way back with with Mark Williams. Yep, Show No Mercy. Oh yeah,
0: great singer. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. That, singer,
3: that was, yeah. great was singer. Cool. And now yeah. Dragon. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're really 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 good, and um, and then sort of went from there. Is that 20, 20 years ago? Because I think it was maybe two thousand and. Two, was at it at the end of 2001? And 2001. Yeah, there you go, it's over
2: 20 years ago. Yeah, over 20 years, yeah. Ago. Yeah. Over 20 ago. years ago. Wow, yeah. yeah, at the Ride Bowling Club, which is no longer around, but um, yeah, it was, it was great. Look, the people who actually went there, a lot of the senior side, they couldn't believe it. Everyone was really getting into it, it wasn't just a matter of because we had a pretty good band, didn't we? And we had well, mate, they're, they're Sharon a... Foran
3: on vocals, that's, that's right, Sharon Foreign, which is which is Kieran Foran's mother. Mum, yeah, who was on? Um, she was on backing vocals. Uh, yeah, so it was it was pretty cool. And then, but but the 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 flavor of the band always was let's have some fun, party band. If if we're having some fun. The, the audience is going to have some fun and, I mean, that's still pretty much what we do, which isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and
0: now that we've turned into the Oz icons, have a look at Ray's hat. We've got some new hats here.
3: Oh, I love, I love the,
2: uh, the logo. Yeah, it looks great, doesn't yeah. it? It is a good logo. That was Ray's
3: idea, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's all over on. the place, but just like you, Ray.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is, is. <laughs> it's I'm not good. Great. Yeah, I'm a bit up and down all the time and, you know, I'm not really straight, <laughs> am I? But, um, and there's
0: a beanie on its way for Ray. Actually, there. it looks
3: yeah. like musical, uh, yeah, the music. Well, logo. I did that purposely before. Yeah. Of that, fantastic! I'm, I'm glad
2: you've picked that up. Yes, yes,
0: um, yeah. Yes. And we've got a gig coming up on the what is it? The 24th of June at the baby with you two blokes. And yeah, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's
1: only a couple weeks. of weeks. And only a couple. How long, long, long since we've had a gig mate, together? It's long been time. Too long, nearly twelve
3: time. months. Because you had your knee done last July. Yeah, so it would knees.
1: be. Yeah, be be twelve months since
2: we've done a gig together. Yeah, wow. Well.
3: Yep. Yeah, no Pendle Hill wasn't a Pendle.
2: Oh yes, that that was,
0: yeah, oh. back in March. But oh. the, have you heard
2: the news, Junior? Yeah, this man over here, Andrew Dawson, has been busy on our on the on our uh, Facebook site. Tell him the numbers, mate. He's got some numbers for well, you. I'm
0: talking of Tina Turner, and when she passed away, I put up a video of uh, her singing "Simply the Best" with Jimmy Barnes. Oh, yeah. And it's gone viral worldwide, and it's had hundred and eighty thousand likes. Serious? Four million views because all these people are are responding from around the world, not knowing who Jimmy Barnes is. And I've also um, put up the uh, what you get is what you see video, the NRL, and that's gone viral. This one. And so all these people around the world are seeing rugby league and Tina Turner and not knowing that that ever happened. How good's that? And uh, yeah, our our Facebook uh, followers have jumped from 5000 to 10000 in a week, and it's just going up and, and up and up through the roof. Gee, so the congratulations. Thank you,
2: uh, Thank you, yeah,
1: much, yeah. Tina. Thank you very much, yeah, Tina.
3: Yeah, well, that's yeah. A, that's awesome. But as you said, like... They better get to the the Bayview early on. What date is it again? Oh they got going to clock the doors. <laughs>
2: don't, don't laugh about that, because he's kept the Wayne Pearson, the big hitters, and the Mike Whitney band alive. The, Page the, the, pages, the pages are still and going. The and pages, they, right, and sure. I'm just getting, every day, they're getting more.
1: That means we are finished doors. I don't want to go. Me, I don't <laughs> want to
0: go.
2: Well, is there something else you want to talk about, no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, I think we're having a barbecue next yeah. time.
2: It's almost five thirty when we have to follow this schedule, the Ray Nosti schedule, because you'll be going to singing lessons to catch up, catch up tonight, yes, as usual, and we'll be there after you. Yes, for three it's for, it's, uh, Three tonight. Three-part harmony. Three-part yeah, harmony. Yeah. So, Junior, thanks. How about a big round of applause
1: for Junior? Oh, thanks, Wits, Sugar
3: and Dorsey. Good to see My you, mate. pleasure. Keep up the work. Thanks, brother.
1: Water. Good to see you, mate.
0: All right, see you guys over and out until Thanks, Andrew. Time.